And then he taught them, look, look back at chapter 4, and this is all the way through, but I'm not going to go all the way through with this one. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone. He says, you have to exist in two dimensions. Physically, you need to eat. And he said, but spiritually, just eating physical food doesn't keep you going spiritual. You need the word of God, every word of God. Notice what it says in verse 4, that we must sustain our spiritual beings just like we take care of our physical beings. You know, you can go 40 days without food and four days without water and four minutes without air, but, you know, only for four seconds without hope. You know, that's true. That's why people end their lives. Uh, They need hope. But the Lord says, just like there are limitations on your physical body, your spiritual, you you can't really go more than a day. We need daily sustenance from God. And so he taught the disciples that they need to be word-fed. And then he taught them, and this is where we were in the Lord's Prayer, that they need to be connected to God. And, and by the way, look at chapter 6, verse 9. I want to show you something. In the Great Commission, I read to you at the beginning, if you can remember so long ago, it says, teaching them to observe all things that I, anybody have it memorized? Commanded you. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things that I, What? Okay, half of you are listening. Okay, we're going to do a major quiz this time. The answer is commanded. That's what they do nowadays in school. They tell them the answers before the test. Okay, so now you're all going to get an A. Jesus says, teach them all things that I have what? Commanded. Okay, now look at chapter 6, verse 9 of Matthew. In this manner, therefore, pray. The word pray is in what is called the imperative. The imperative means it's a command. It's, it's just like the word repent was in. It's just like the, the Jesus rebuking the devil and says, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word of God, you must have the word of God to live. Jesus says you have to have something else to make it through life. You and I need this connection. It isn't enough just to be reading the word of God. That is me hearing him talk to me. I must respond. And can you imagine a one-sided relationship? We've all seen it, you know, where the fellow's just, you know, giddily talking and walking along and just blinking his eyes and talking to the girl, and she never says a word. You wonder for the future of that relationship because it is a a partnership. There has to be a communication and a reception, communication and reception to grow. And, and what the Lord is teaching them, not only are you eating, 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 you need this connection to God. You need to be talking to him and, and discussing and, 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 and through that communication, we're supposed to be tuning our lives to what he is telling us and we're talking to him about it. We're, we're allowing our connection to shape our lives and we'll come back to that one, but Jesus taught that. By the way, he prays 11 times just in the book of Acts and or I mean in the book of Luke. It's just unbelievable how much he taught. He was always out a great while before day. But also, look at the end of chapter 6 in verse 33. Almost the end. One verse before the end. Here's another one of those imperatives. In fact, the word seek first is another imperative. It's another one of these commands. And uh, I was driving down um, Interstate 44 many years ago when I used to live in Oklahoma, and I remember a billboard. And it said, what part of thou shalt not do you not understand? 
dot, 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 God. You know, it was cute. You know, it was a great big billboard. What part of thou shalt not do you not understand? Or it was better stated than that, but that's what it meant. Well, the question for us is, what part of seek and first do we not understand? Look at verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added. Seek means we must do something and first tells us the order it has to be in our lives. Did you know you can tell whether you're surrendered to the Lord every single day by what's first, most important, most never forgotten, never neglected, never overlooked? What part of our life is always in shape? Finances? Then that's what we're seeking first. Our social life? That's what we're seeking first. Our health, our looks, our power. I mean, what, what are we utterly always watching over and maintaining? It's what we seek first. Our pleasure, our security, our comfort. What is it? The Lord says, seek first the kingdom of God. Basileia means the rule of God. The very first thing in life that I need to do is to reestablish who's in charge. Me or the Lord. Only two choices on the shelf, serving God or serving self. And every day it's a renewal of that. And the Lord says, I want you to stay surrendered. In fact, look at his strong advice. I could add... Uh, uh, chapter 16, I didn't, I'll write it in for you. 16.24, look at this, what 16.24 says. Um, I hope I got it right because I'm not there yet. But um, yes, Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wants to come after me, let him deny himself. I'm no longer first. My plans are no longer first. That's 16.24. Blue doesn't go well on blue. Uh, I am going to deny myself first place, and I'm going to seek first his rule. I want to deny myself and take up the cross and follow Christ. And, and the cross was a picture of execution. I want to, as Paul said, die daily. And I want to lessen my, my own desires, control of my life, and I want them constantly replaced with God's desires. Do you know what God's desires are? He wrote them all down. Everyone he wants us to know, he wrote down. And we're supposed to seek first and stay surrendered. And that's what a disciple is.